Got Your Ears On is brought to you by Tactical Legion 9. everybody hello and welcome to this week's episode of got your ears on guido here along with scoot yo 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 and johnson guido the time has come to talk football after 11 years we are back at it the backyard brawl thursday night on espn 7 p.m i mean i will say this i will say this guys i know that there's going to be some talk tonight not excited, excited about football, about this team, about Neil Brown, about Graham Harrell, JT Daniels, whatever. I'm excited that this game is back. Like, we did 68 consecutive years of the backyard brawl, and then we haven't had it for 11 years. It's been 11 years without it. And WVU has won seven out of the last 10 matchups. It's it's our game. I mean, 2007 still hurts. still hurts a little bit. But... I'm excited to be playing Pitt again, the Backyard Brawl, ESPN, 7 p.m. Thursday night. I'm, it's going to be, you know, the game's sold out. It's an exciting time, Johnson. It's good to be a WVU fan, at least for this reason. Well, how do you feel about, because we can talk Pitt all day, right? And, we, and we've been, like, everyone and their brother has an opinion about this game. But how do you feel, and I'm surprised, Scoot, but how do you guys feel about Pitt's favored by seven, but the over under is 51 and a half. Um, that sounds like it's a shootout. Yeah. It's a shootout for a right? team that hasn't named a quarterback yet. That feels like a big number. Does it not? I mean, it feels like a big number. Um, do I think our offense is going to be a little bit better than it has been? I mean, that's what that number is telling me is that somebody thinks our offense is going to be a little right. bit better. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Like that to me, that's someone looking at, the season talk up to this point and they they've decided they're confident and that's also telling me they think our defense is going to give up quite a few points (laughs) well that's not a false statement yeah they're going to give up some points that that is not but you know historically like this game historically has not been like i mean at least the last couple of times it's not been a crazy high scoring game i mean last one was 21 20 that's I mean, you. Everybody remembers Geno Smith throwing a sixty-seven-yard touchdown to Stedman Bailey, like that. You know, that was. You know, those were the old days. Geno was there. Tavon was there. You know, but prior to that, I mean, thirty-five ten in twenty ten, nineteen sixteen. I mean, there's. It hasn't been a high-scoring game. That 06 game was a really high-scoring game, uh, but it's been a while. So fifty-one and a half was really high for for me in this game. It feels high. It feels really high. It makes me excited for the game, but it just feels really like a high number. And I think when you add in the fact, Guido, you noted that uh, Desmond Howard, so game day is going to be in town. You know, we're going to get the full game day experience, which, Scoot, by the way, we're not, but we could talk about how cringy Lee Corso has been lately. Like, I like Lee Very. Corso, but no, it's I mean, a bit hard to watch. We were talking about that earlier. They rough, should kind of yeah. let him off the hook. But anyway, Desmond Howard picks Pitt to be in the college football playoff. Now that I don't get, like I get that they're good. I get that they're picked high in the, in the ACC uh, conference, just in general. I think they're finished to uh, they're picked to finish second in the coastal behind Miami, which Guido Miami's always back, but then they're, 
maybe not back. <laughs> no, like not. this is yeah, a, no, this is not. another one of these rankings. Like Miami's back and Pitt's second. And I think Pitt feels like they can just win the coastal, and and Desmond Howard's confident. I, that surprised me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know what Kool Aid Des was drinking. I mean, that was a very strange. <laughs> that's a very strange pick, at least out of the ACC, to think that they're going to make. Uh, the college football playoffs, but I don't know. May, I mean, that's what, you know, and we talked about it, and we'll talk about it here in a minute. That's what makes me nervous about this game. We don't have a quarterback yet. Pitts, Desmond Howard's picking Pitt to be one of the top four teams in the country. Like, I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea what to expect. And I think for me, Scooty, like the craziest thing about WVU, this camp, is of all the years, like our expectations have either been really low really high like we've heard things we haven't you know there's a lot of information so and so is doing such and such in camp this has been really quiet this camp wvu and i and i get it like for all intents and purposes like we know that jt daniels is the starting quarterback i think all of this like smoke and mirrors and not announcing a starting quarterback scoot is just because he's he's trying not to lose one of the other guys into the portal before the season kicks off. Right. And I think he's going to announce all of the and the rumors, if you are out there on the Twitterverse and you're in your WVU Twitter, you'll hear that the the vast rumor is that he's going to announce the starting quarterback on his radio show this week prior to the game. I I think what's weird about WVU this year is like Scooty, all of the we don't know anything about what's happening in camp. Well, we don't know it. We don't know anything. Scoot, Part of the before reason, you, yes. Scoot, before you say that, hold your thought. Can we just recognize that I want to I want to give Guido a shout out for using intense and purposes correctly? Because someone around us, I feel like, says intensive purposes, and that always drives me crazy. <laughs> and so, <laughs> thank you, thank you, grammar police. Yes. I appreciate right. that. Okay, Scoot, as you <laughs> yes, are. Sorry. Um, so I think part of the reason why it's been quiet is. Neil Brown doesn't have to talk up a mediocre quarterback. Maybe we've got a decent quarterback somewhere in these four guys, so he doesn't feel compelled to try to sell the public like, hey, we're not that bad. Don't not buy tickets to our games because we've got a great quarterback. Jarrett Deggie's looked the best he's looked ever in football. Like he's you know, He was talking all this nonsense last year. He was still kind of pushing the trust the climb nonsense last year like to me that's insulting as a as a human that knows a little bit about sports I don't think I need somebody to tell me what I'm actually seeing when I see it for myself so I think that's part of the reason maybe why he's been quiet is because it kind of backfired on him last year where he really talked up the team and then here you know we struggled out of the gate and and it was kind of a blah year really if you so this is this is where i know we're going to give our predictions here in a minute johnson we're going to talk about the whole season we're going to kind of touch on a bunch of stuff here it's gonna be a long segment but this is where i my west virginia my normal my normal west virginia fandom starts to creep back in right because now i'm like okay it's quiet yep we've got all these new guys and we've got a lot of guys who've stayed around so you're you're inherently assuming the worst is what you're no, saying. No, no, I'm the opposite. He's the opposite. I'm, like, I'm the opposite. He's right. drinking the Kool-Aid. Right. Uh, I'm, he's I'm, all I'm, in. I'm like, 
He's Mister like, Ten oh, and Two. See, I thought you meant that's our <laughs> no. like normal negative Nancy coming in no, to play. I'm the other one. You're I'm like, optimistic. Oh, okay, we're not hearing things. All right. we're not hearing things because they're good. Yeah, we're not hearing things it because they're amazing. Yeah, yeah and they're keeping okay. it quiet. They don't want to. Sh- because here's the thing: what, what's Pitt rank? Pitt's ranked 17 coming right. into this game. Preseason right, season 17. Like, yep. There are so many people on Twitter, so many people online that think. This team's going to be amazing. Yeah, oh, nine and three, ten right. and two. We're going to win eight the Big Twelve. Wins. Like, yeah. right. uh, you know, uh, we're going to beat Oklahoma. This is the year we beat Oklahoma. We're going to beat Texas. They might yep. not be in here anymore, and we're going to beat them on their last year. I've there. read all of that. Yes. Like, listen, Neil Brown hasn't won three games in a row. This is year four. Now, I did a little research. This is going to surprise you guys. I don't do research. Okay. I did a little research. You, don't, you definitely don't do okay. research. I'm intrigued, that's, that's I'm intrigued already. How many wins does Neil Brown have in the last three years? I think it's 17, Guido. Yeah, I think that's about right. Okay. Now, here's a better question. How many of those 17 wins came against a Power 5 team with a winning record? Ooh. Oh, that's very that's a good. Really good question. Scoot, that's a that very is. good question. Um, winning record. Yeah, winning uh, record. Right. Coming into the game with a winning Ooh, record. Yes. Well, no. Ended the season with a winning record. Okay. Ended, ended the season with a winning yes. record. Okay. So out of seventeen, uh, I'm gonna say seven. I was gonna be like eight or nine. Yeah. Three. No way. Three. No way. Three. Really? Three wins, or three teams, yeah, three wins against teams from a Power 5 conference that finished their season with a winning record. But that was it. Oof. That's it. So here's here's where my argument is, Scoot, though. Like, I'm with you. Like, I'm, I understand where you're at. Like, Neil Brown hasn't showed us anything. It's been three years. Okay, well, whatever. Four years. We got the COVID year. Like, there are things. I get it. I get all of that. But here's where I'm on the other side of it. Okay, so we've made changes this year. Like, it came to light. It never, it, I guess, it was never said in the media, but it definitely was insinuated multiple times that Neil Brown was the and has been the play caller offensively for the team, right? Yeah, right. That Gerard Parquet was not doing any sorts of play calling and that – you know, Neil Brown has spent the last, whatever, two seasons, at least three, if not all, um, as the offensive coordinator and head coach. Scoot, so, Scoot, are you, um, Scoot, are you, are you sad that we can't mispronounce Jared Parker's name and do the French air French raid, air I France mean, raid anymore? I kind of am. I am not because he was not like, listen, when you're an offensive coordinator and then you leave that school, typically you think, well, they're probably going to be an offensive coordinator somewhere else or a head coach. What is he? The tight ends coach at Notre Dame. Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying, now we have Graham Harrell. We have a real offensive coordinator. Uh, it allows Neil Brown to be go, to go into that, whatever you want to call it, CEO role of WVU football. Does that change things for you? Does that make this team better? Does you know? And, and you add in there the fact that you know, we've kept a lot of people. They had to re-recruit. They've talked about that a lot, this uh, this camp. They've re-recruited a lot of players, you know, Reese Smith, uh, BFW, Sam James. They all got re-recruited to come back into the program. You know, you're you're hearing a lot about, obviously, JT Daniels and how big he's going to be. And, and you know, and he was what? He was like the top five quarterback coming out of high school 
all of these things, Scoot. Like, these don't excite you about this season? Well, first of all, if we're re-recruiting guys that we already have here, that tells me that they wanted to leave. They did, because last season stunk, and we the didn't have an offensive coordinator. The last three seasons have stunk. Yeah, okay, I get that. Well, I think the, I think the fact, too, that Jared Dagey goes to Western Kentucky, Guido, am I right on that? And then he gets beat out by, I think, a Division II transfer for their job. Like, I think people that were already frustrated that they had to watch Jared Dagey for three years, like, not to hammer on right. him because he's taken no, enough but can heat. I say but, this? but, like, I think, like, that feels even more like, hey, someone else needs to head up the offense you know like right and i think jared daigie is sort of like the poster child of the problem of neil brown like like jared daigie was you know neil brown had that relationship with the daigie family jared you know he's he came in he was not excitable he was not you know he was serviceable right and so and what i think you you posted johnson i saw where he's now the starting quarterback or he's going to troy which it's is kind of like funny by the way did troy, neil brown yeah. borrow money from the daigie family and couldn't <laughs> maybe, pay it back maybe. is but that what's going part, on here the best part about that troy thing is like it was like prolific wvu quarterback jarrett daigie well from, yeah like, again, the twit the tweet that caught my attention scoot named him as one of the most pr like announced that news of him going to troy and noted him as one of the most prolific quarterbacks in wvu history and i thought <laughs> well, you know what happened what? neil brown probably wrote that tweet <laughs> <laughs> Neil Brown probably helped but, out his friends well, let back me in ask Troy. You this Guido is this this feels weird this whole I'm gonna I'm gonna announce my quarterback on the the radio show is this the most exciting thing to be revealed at Kegler's no it's not and and it, I, I, I would thought, think like a new app I'm just asking boneless wings was probably wings. a bigger like, announcement. Uh, all the way nachos or something. I don't know. Here's my problem is I thought for a while, at least for the first, like for the last week and a half, I thought, well, he's waiting for Pitt. And this is like a little game. They're playing like a little tete-a-tete. -tete. Pitt's not going to name theirs. Yeah. We're not going to name ours. Right. And then the game will start. Whatever. And then Pitt named theirs on whatever, Wednesday of last week. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, so we're going to find out Friday that it's JT Daniels went or whatever. And still nothing. And, I, I mean, here's my problem with it is, uh, so, like, he's essentially saving it as the big announcement on his Kegler's sports show with, with TC. And I'm like, is it is it really going to be a surprise? Like, is it really that? And I don't – but I, I don't think it's about that. Like, I don't – I think everybody knows – like it's JT Daniels. I think it's more about Goose and Garrett because I think it's about one of those guys is going to jump ship if they find out they're at least not the number two. And so I think it has more about depth chart position than anything else. Yeah, and Scoot, we kicked around the idea. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this. So I think we were just doing it for funsies. But we were entertaining the thought that do you think there's any placating of egos there? Like, you know, Nico came in, hottest thing since sliced bread, then all of a sudden – kind of the limelight gets pulled away when JT Daniels makes his decision. Do you think there's any, like, do you think some of this, pro maybe not, probably not, right? But it's kind of, I think earlier in the week we were kicking it around, like, do you think they're saying, like, man, Nico's so close, but we're going to go ahead and go with JT or something. You know what I, I mean? Like, just to well, placate some egos. For me, it says to me now, because of all this hype around Nico, listen, he, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. He probably is a good quarterback. 
he is left-handed, so that changes everything you've got going on kind of on your offensive line. I say everything. I mean, you're going to have to switch tackles around. But what it tells me is if he's this hottest thing since sliced bread, which, I mean, I don't know how hot sliced bread is, but, like, something must have told those coaches, hey, he's good. But he's not ready. Well, I mean, before like, that, people. I mean, before that, something. people had to, people had to slice their own bread. Scoot. I mean, I mean, I guess on. that was. I just think his his group, his gang, is like, hey, bud, we came like two, three time zones away. You know, like that's all I was saying. Like, do you think there's anything there? And that's why they're kind of stringing this out. Maybe not, but it did cross my mind. I, like, I don't. I see. I think it has less to do with Nico. Like, I don't think Nico's the problem here. Like, I think Nico is going to swallow the red shirt fine this year. And, and it makes I the think, most sense. I mean, yeah, I mean, and I think it's fine. I I think he thinks it's fine. I think his family thinks it's fine. I think the problem surrounds more around Garrett Green and Goose. And I think that there is. And and to be honest with you, if you want my opinion, like and I don't know, no, again, we're not talking to anybody there. I think it surrounds mostly around Garrett Green because I think Garrett Green thinks he should be the two and the QB in waiting, and I don't think he is. And I think Goose is probably the better quarterback. Scoot, and I think Scoot they're thinks, afraid to. Scoot thinks the Goose is cooked. I do think the Goose is cooked. I think Garrett Green's going to be your number two. I think, um, in part, because. He will, if let's say JT Daniels gets hurt, he is going to cause a problem, kind of like um, when Boner Stabone from Texas Tech was the starter and we yeah. weren't ready for that. And he He's ran now at wild Marshall, on us. by the way. Yes. And he got named the starter. Yeah. Um, but he ran wild on us because teams are not ready for that. If you've yeah. prepared all week long for JT Daniels, who's a pocket passer, and then all of a sudden, oh, guess what? Garrett Green's the guy. That's yeah. why I think he'll be the number two. Okay, I think it just causes. Well, I mean, but either way, you got to have from a from a coaching standpoint, from a from a recruiting standpoint, you got to have your you got to have those guys bought into the program because if they don't if they don't stay, then we're really screwed. Because you can't well, you can't right. rely on Nico as the number two. That's but the problem. Here's what's like, they happen. need one of those guys as the number two. Nobody goes to college thinking, well, I hope I'm just the backup. They all go thinking. First of all, I was the man in high school, so I need to prove myself a little bit, but I know what I'm capable of. I'm going to be the man in college. Why wouldn't I be? So in my mind, Garrett Green and Goose got to be a little bit ticked. And Goose probably more so than Garrett, because at least Garrett got a chance a little bit last year. And I guess if you want to be honest – and if Garrett's upset as to how things are playing out, he had the chance to go when he probably should have gone. Like, I mean, right. everyone was talking up Nico, 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 and then a lot of people were even saying that Goose was going to leapfrog Garrett anyway. Garrett should have gone to probably a smaller Division One school. Maybe well, like I mean, a, hindsight's twenty twenty. I agree right. with you. I guess it'll be interesting then to see when the final depth chart does come out because then i would agree with you skew like if he finds himself as the three or something then you're like dude why didn't you just go and should have gone when you had the chance yeah. but neil brown kind of strung him along just long enough maybe I, I mean i don't know we don't know what they're saying to these guys we're not you know right we don't know if if well, garrett well, feels like he has a legit shot well guido jt daniels has been named to the johnny unitas golden arm award watch list so hopefully he can be named the starter first and then yeah, right, be fulfill nice. that. Yeah, right. That would be that would be good. 
I think it'll. I think it'll. Happen. I mean, like, listen. I don't think. You're, I don't think they're pulling the wool over anybody's eyes. I mean, I think everybody's expecting JT Daniels yeah. to be the starting quarterback. I mean, you would be surprised. What happens right? if he's not? It, it, it's not going to happen. Scott. I believe like, unless, unless, let's see what happens if he's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. What happens what if he's not? What would you do if Nico was the starter all of a yeah, sudden? Yeah, that like, would kind of be not, hilarious. If, if, listen, here's the thing. If JT Daniels doesn't start the pit game uh, and he's healthy on the sidelines, then I'm not watching WVU games the rest of the season. Whoa, like, why? Whoa, why? Whoa, I'm not. Whoa. Listen, I'm not. If Garrett Green or, or Goose or Nico start the game on Thursday and JT Daniels is holding the clipboard, like, are you watching any more WVU games? I'm sold on this team. Like, I'm done at that Ooh. point. Like, no, I am. Like, wow. that's ridiculous. Like JT just, Daniels is the starter. He just threw a statement down, um, Scoot. That's a statement. I, I, that's a statement. Listen, follow me on Twitter. It'll be there. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, a lot has come out though, guys, of camp of camp this year. Graham Harrell has said multiple times that this is an air raid offense. Okay, like this is a passing offense. And and oddly enough, if, again, if you're out there on the Twitterverse, you've seen Brian Palende, who is the who was the backup uh, tight end, is now listed in a lot of places as the one. So he is now the starting tight end, and O'Laughlin's shown as the as the backup tight end in that in that role. And he even said he got a presser on Friday. So, you know, when these guys start to get press conference time, when they get in front of the media, when they get sent out, that's usually a sign too. And uh, so he got out and he said, yeah, Coach Harrell's been getting me the ball a lot. We're an air raid offense. I mean, I think the depth chart is, is interesting this year, for lack of a better word, Scooty. I, I, that's the part that keeps me hooked. Like, that's where I'm hooked uh, I mean, on it. here's the thing, right? Until... We see something that looks drastically different. We cannot expect different results. <laughs> right? We haven't seen anything that looks drastically different yet. Have we? No. Uh, no. That is, okay, that is no. A no. We haven't seen anything. So, That's that the is thing. A no. we haven't seen. So we're, we're going to maybe see it on me Thursday, to say, though. Listen, uh, we've got a different so, tight end. So, Scoot, let me, let me say something. Let me around. just post something to you. <laughs> WVU comes out Thursday, 17th ranked pit. Yes. 17th ranked pit. At Accra, sure, stadium. Yes. At, yeah, at not, at at not, not Heinz Field. Field Stadium, whatever. WVU comes out, plays this, this game. Yes. Let's say they win. Okay. Let's say they win handily. Let's say they win by two touchdowns. Oh, wow. Okay, you're really laying it on thick there, aren't you? Right? Let's just say it. Let's just say that. You, Let's you say, say they come out. Are we saying it? I'm not you're saying, saying it. it. I don't know what we're saying. We I haven't saying said it. Nothing. You're it, saying a lot. Are you changing your tune on this team? No. Like you say you haven't seen anything. They beat they beat Pitt by That's a fair question. 14? Well, here's what happened. Like, okay. you- so let's say they beat Pitt and then they lay an egg to Kansas. What does that do for you? I'm I'm so <laughs> happy what is, to be honest with you. How about them apples? Well, I think, though, that – I would be more, this is how pessimistic I am right now. And I'm going to see Scoot's reaction to this, but if that were to happen and I'm already laughing before I can get this out, but like, I think I would be more apt to assume everyone got it wrong on pit rather than we were. Oh, I thought you were going to make some sort of cool bet. Like you would next podcast, you would run around, take your shirt off and swing it around like a helicopter (laughs) for the first five minutes of the show. No. No, that then is, we would go that is not where I was going. I'm just saying that I'm still pessimistic. Guido, I'm, gl- I'm glad you're being optimistic. I feel pessimistic right now. And I don't think it has anything to do with 
the ch- I think the changes that you're talking about are noted, and I am, that is something to be excited about. But I think I'm still in Scoot's camp where the past is still well, anchoring me I'll down say this. a little bit. The past tells me if you win against Pitt and you win against Kansas, you're losing to Towson State. <laughs> so are you comfortable with that? Because that's what the past has done to us. So if you're comfortable with that, go ahead and take your wins against Pitt and Kansas, but you're going to lose to Towson. it's going south against Towson. Three years. We have not won three games in three years in a row. <laughs> He's so caught up on this. Johnson, what's more important to you right now? Beating Pitt okay. in the first backyard brawl in 11 okay. years. Or you're leading the witness already, but what's the second part? You're badgering the witness. Or, yes, I am. Or, or holding on... Uh, to the uh, to the trophy with Virginia Tech and beating Virginia Tech again Ooh. because Grant Wells is their starting quarterback. Well, um, it's got to be Which Pitt, game is right? More it's got to be Pitt. I the, think Pitt the is only too. reason I would hesitate is because I can't remember off the top of my head when you get these guys again because I think, unfortunately, Guido, if you do lose to Virginia Tech, it feels terrible because I don't know when they're back on the schedule. So they could have that Black Diamond trophy for a long, long time, and that would they suck. Could, right? Like That would definitely yeah, right? suck. Don't we get pit? Why do I not know this? Four years. We yeah. got, this, is a, this is a start of four right. years. Okay, so Minimum. we get these guys that get – you know what? I might change my – I might actually change. No, I'm sticking with Pitt. I hate you, those guys. I, see, I'm no, kind of with you, I though. Hate those guys. I mean, you I'm, want that? Yeah, I'm going with Pitt. I hate those guys. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, that's that's an interesting. And, you know, Grant Wells, I mean, passed o- uh, kind of historically passed over by WVU, didn't get a, didn't come to WVU, did his whatever. Well, and year that's at like a wild Marshall. card thing, isn't it? Because remember, he had set the world on fire at Marshall through like ten games, and then remember they were like a four thousand point favorite to Rice, and they lost by like twenty one or something. I'm and then this, right? he went on to lose yeah. his, you know, starting. Let me bring role you guys and... back down to earth here for a second. Let's let's just get back down to earth. Okay, who okay. takes the fun out yeah, of everything? Go ahead. Pitt is good. Yeah, I'm not they're saying they're good. Not. They're good. They're ranked. They won the ACC last year. Well, the question like, to me, Scoot, was what would I a, like better? And I would love them to beat Pitt, and I that know, factors in. I get in. you. Yeah. They, they've got a, a legit quarterback who also played at USC. Yeah. Um, like, they're going to be very good. All right, but let me – so, Scoot, can you name – like, uh, this is where I get mad at Scoot, though, because, like – I feel like Scoot says these things, but it's only because he reads like little snippets on ESPN on his app. <laughs> I read the bottom line, and, and I listen to Skip and, Bayless. Yeah, and he doesn't Skip like, look into it. So, Scoot, Smith. can you name can you name uh, three of the four starting wide receivers for WVU? Three can of the four, them? yeah, sure. Uh, Go ahead, name, Bryce name. Ford Wheaton. Yes. Okay. Sam James. All right. Caden Prather. Yep. Yeah. Reese Smith. All right, All that's right. good. Yeah, proud of you. Come on, son. Can you name any more? Sure. Uh, we have. He gave you a quick sure, and right, now right, he's right. like, I'm not sure. But here's the thing you're talking about Redshirt Jr., sophomore. He can pray there's a sophomore. Uh, Redshirt Senior, you know. You're talking about guys who've been in the program for a while, Scoot. You know, you look at the offensive line, and you you talk about, you know, I mean, Wyatt Milam's a, a sophomore, a surprise starter, you know, but you got. Uh, Gemiter, Gemiter. I, I still haven't figured Gemitter, out how to pronounce Gemitter. his name right. Uh, he's a redshirt senior. Zach Frazier, who is named to all these watch li- watch lists as a junior. Yeah. 
I mean, there's Doug Nestor, you know, I mean, Brandon Yates. There's names that we know that yeah. we've seen. They've been in the program for a while. That's This is what college football is about. Like, the difference between college football and pro football is pro football, you buy. You buy your wins, right? College football is you build to your wins. And so I feel like well, this is the year that Neil Brown has been able to build to his wins, at least on the offensive side of the ball for sure. College football used to be you build to your wins. But nowadays, that's a little bit different. But uh, do you, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, this is where I'm ar- This is where Listen, I want to argue the I, other side. Do I want WVU to win? Sure, I do. I mean, I live in West Virginia. I went to Doesn't WVU. Like <laughs> I went to WVU. <laughs> I am being realistic. I'm being realistic. Now, here's the thing that I want you guys to like. Listen, I've told you this, and I've told you before. Neil Brown and and some of the coaches I think are are some of the issue. Uh, at one point, you were looking to get rid of Shane Lyons. I'll remind you that was uh, a mere couple know, of months ago. You were asking couple, where he was. You sent ago. him. Where's Shane Lyons? Yeah, where's Shane Lyons? It's like our most downloaded episode ever so, because I was like, where's Shane Lyons? Listen, I'm tired of West Virginians settling for what they get. Preach, Scoot. I'm right? here for this. So get on it. I I was texting you guys back and forth uh the other yesterday i think it was yesterday the other yeah, day doesn't matter and don't be don't be my parents and ruin the story trying to when, think of when back, it happened um, <laughs> was that tuesday here's the thing. <laughs> tuesday I text you on the other day tuesday um the thing is west virginians need to stop feeling like they deserve what they get and they need to start getting what they deserve oh that's a hot one does that make sense Guido, put it on Guido, put it on a t-shirt. Put it on a t-shirt in the store. Sell it on the in website. The store, yeah, in the right. GYEO store, put it on a t-shirt. A lot of times we're we're sitting there thinking, well, we're, it's just West Virginia. That's just how West Virginia is. That's just how that's how things go at West Virginia. We got to <laughs> hope get hopeful and then get crapped on. But, but guess your, what? But it your doesn't point have in to saying be that, that is, your point in saying that is that you think we should demand more and not settle for what we're getting. Right. It doesn't have to be that way. Like so. So here's the question. So uh, let's go with, and we haven't even gotten this far yet, but let's go with the fact that Scoot thinks WV is going to have a losing season, and <laughs> and uh, he's already decided just, that's your take. I know. I mean, I'm not wrong. And like, how, like how much then? What do you do? Like the seat's hot. You talk about this hot seat. Yeah, but is is this? But like, here's the thing. Like his seat's hot, but like, yo, then you're talking about another tear down. Then you're talking about another tear down and rebuild. Well, yeah, but you're, I, you're I back think in, you, I you're think back you into buying argue, the three years again. Scoot, I think you could argue that, like, we've never really rebuilt from no, the prior coach. We're right? still trusting I mean, the climb. He wore the hat. <laughs> he wore the trust the climb hat. It's kind of a cool hat, though. I mean, it's kind of cool. I do like the mountain thing. That's it's kind, kind of a, good of a look. cool hat, but. Listen, what are we doing? Why are we why are we trusting a climb? Listen, Miami hasn't been very good for a while. They get a new coach, there's already new optimism. Like they're thinking, "Hey, we might win the ACC." Like not us. We got Hold on, guys. In about 5 years you'll be competitive. No, why? Why <laughs> are we like waiting? When, I like when Guido leads you down a path where you end up with your voice two octaves higher than you normally talk. Well, that's when the magic understand. That's like, when the magic Why happens. do we settle for being mediocre? Because no, I get it. down the I road, get it. you know, we'll Don't, get better. There's not a part of you, Scooty, there's not a part of you 
Like, and we'll, there's not a part where you look at it and go, maybe this is the year. Maybe, maybe this is the one. No. JT Daniels? No. Like, JT Daniels? No. Graham Harrell? No. No, not yet. Not like, until I see something. I haven't seen anything. But here's the thing. Like, I'm going to use Dana Holgerson, right? Dana Holgerson goes to Houston. What did we think about Houston before Dana Holgerson got there? Eh, okay. They've had a couple of quarterbacks because that was because of Dana Holgerson. Dana Holgerson goes there. All of a sudden, they're kind of like, a, hey, they're not a bad football team. They're pretty good. Like, why do we have to sit around and wait? Why? Like, we don't have to. It's 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 modern days. Like, we don't have to live in the past where, like, <laughs> well, if it's the wagon days. doesn't come around to Morgantown, <laughs> we won't get those recruits we've in. Got, Listen. We've got smartphones. Well, like, let's talk then. Let's get into it then, Scoot. Let's, let's so get what, into it. Let's dive You're, you're sort of like tilling the field to harvest a crop of bad, and I want to see what's on your mind for this schedule. Let's go ahead and get into it. Let, let, let's get into it, and let's start with this pit game this week, Scooty. I mean, I, I, we'll let you go because you're the most heated on this. Uh, like, d- you know, WVU, not ranked. Pitt ranked 17th right now. Pitt's picked by seven, over-unders high. Like, who wins this game, Scott? Right. What's, your, what's your it's guess? It's Pitt, and I think it's by, uh, I'm going to say something like a score of, listen, we don't, I'm very concerned. I have yet to see other than Charles Woods. Like, I don't know what we've got back there. Um, I, I'm going to say they've got a score in the high 30s, and we're probably around uh, 21. And that gets you close to your over. So give me, give me a number. Give me a number. Uh, I'm going to say uh, 21 for us and 38. 38. Okay, I'll go 38. I'll go 38. Here's what I think. And if I was, I, if I was okay, kind of am, a betting man, uh, and I just put money in this game, I'd pick WVU and take the points because seven – I think in this game is a stretch. I think WVU loses. I'm with you on the loss. I think WVU loses. I think it's 27-24 Pitt. I think Pitt wins by just a field. It's not going to be that close. I don't think. Really? Like you you're sticking to that score prediction. Me? Scoot. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that close. You said what's the what seven and a half? Seven. Yeah, seven. Seven. I. I think they lose by two touchdowns. I think, but I mean, who am I? I only predicted the record correctly last year, so I'll just throw that out. Every That's game, every game that, correctly, but that I don't was, know anything. Uh, that that you're trying to you're trying to humble brag, humble brag yeah, there a little bit. I mean, no, that's just a straight scoop brag. I mean, I don't, don't know anything. I've been going back and forth on this Guido because I think that's all like the you know you can talk like. Uh, talent spread over under blah 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 all that stuff and I think in a game like this when you know the emotions are going to be super high and the atmosphere is going to be not a normal game atmosphere I think some of that stuff just sort of goes out the window I think guys find another gear when they need it you know I think weird stuff happens you know like maybe the I still think a lot of WVU fans are going to show up to this game and they're going to create. Yeah, I can't wait between the third and fourth quarter when they play Sweet Caroline. Like, that's going to pop One of the concerns I have, one of the concerns I have, and I didn't mean to cut you off there, but. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Like, the fans feel this way. The players were six the last time the two teams played. 
and most of them aren't from here, so they don't have that. Like it's like a fostered yeah, like dislike. I disagree like. with you, Scoot. Though. I, I know, There's, but they're, they're still going to feed off the energy. Yeah. I, I get mean, it, but I, I'm just I, saying. I know they what you're in, saying, but intrinsically I still have it. It's not going to be. It's not going to be an after a three thirty Saturday in Ames, Iowa. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be a game people are invested in. It's going to be a really cool environment. I just think it's going to be a good environment both ways. And I think Pitt is talented enough to hold. Like, look, have we been good on the road, Scoot? No, we haven't. And I'm not saying this is a hostile environment but it's going to be a amped up environment it's going to be a keyed up environment and i think they have enough talent you highlighted something that i'm still a little concerned about which is our back end of the defense like you know i don't know what's in the secondary to be honest. i'm not saying it's not good maybe i'm just not up on it but i know that we've had a lot of moving parts and some of the transfers in the offseason happened from that area so i'm nervous about a keaton slovis getting on top of that defense and and so i I'm with you guys. I just think the score is going to be a little bit closer because of that energy and that atmosphere and that, that emotion in the game. I think, I think seven's going to be pretty true to form because Guido noted a lot of these former games. I mean, normally it's a close game anyway, regardless right. what the, what the teams are ranked and stuff. Um, I, I'm going to, let's see. So I would go, I don't know. I would go like a 28, 24, I think. I think that's. I mean, that's where that's where I'm at. I, I'm right. I'm right there I, too. I think that's where I'm going to go. I think it's going to be a frustrating loss. Is what I, I think we're going to be really close, and I think it's going to be a frustrating loss. Two things. Don't take me as your. Uh, don't don't bet based on what I say, or at least don't be mad when you lose money. But I would take the under because I don't think there's going to be 51 and a half, and I would take West Virginia in the points because I don't think they meet. I don't think Pitt can can cover the spread. I mean. I think WVU loses. I don't think it's as I don't think it's a blowout. I I mean I think it's the first game of the season for both teams, new offenses, new quarterbacks for both teams. Um, I think there's a lot that goes into that. I think some of these you know some of these odds are kind of crazy w- with that. Uh, so I hate to say it, guys, but I I do. I feel like it's a backyard brawl loss. I, I really do. So uh, I hope I'm wrong. I mean, and then like I, I, we're going to sit here now for the next like 10, 15 minutes and pick the rest of the season and our predictions for the rest of the season. I think that if this game is a win for WVU, I want to revisit it all next week because, because it might I don't. The problem is, and I've said this already, I don't know anything about this team. I don't know what to expect. Like, I don't know what we're going to see on Thursday. And I think that's where I'm at with it. Like, what if this team comes out and they're phenomenal, Johnson? Like, it's it's possible. Like, on pay, at least the D-backs definitely look sketchy. But at least on the offensive side of the ball, it looks possible. Well, and that's always the tough thing about game one, right? I mean, you hear nothing but, uh, you know, especially with us this offseason, your new quarterback is not only clicking on all cylinders, but you're, he's throwing to a senior receiver and they look great. And, you know, you get all this speculation and stuff. And I I think it's, it's hard to, it's, it's really hard to, to gauge. And so I I don't know either. I just think the negative, that's where I go back to my normal WVU fandom where I'm always waiting on the bad thing to happen. And I, so I'm pessimistic and that's where my pick is coming from. I would love to be wrong. I would love for what you just said to be totally correct. And we, they come out, they blow the doors off the Panthers and we're all go home happy. And we look forward to a much brighter season. That's what I would love for that to happen. So let's dive in. Let's do the rest of the season like we normally do here in this episode is we usually go through, we pick all the games, 
then we held we hold ourselves we hold each other accountable for the rest yes, of the year. Yes, we do. Scoot last year, not wrong, like nailed it. Like I think almost perfect, didn't you, Scoot? Uh, I mean, yes, I believe I was. I think they're, yeah. I think th- I think you had the lo- the wins and losses right. I think there were some shuffles in games, but I think that you had the record. Yeah, you correct. were you were practically like Nostra Scootus. I right. felt like you were on top of it. Shane Lyons has come out and said that the expectation is that they are better and bowl eligible this year. So they were six and six last year. Is that and they need to be bowl eligible this year. So you're saying Shane Lyons that it needs to be seven and five and you're happy? Like that's what it sounds like. Oh, great. Let's let's go through it and see where we're at, Johnson. We'll start. So we've all picked the first game already. We've all picked a loss. WVU starts this season 0-1 with a loss against Pitt. We then enjoy having the Jayhawks come to Morgantown on the 10th of September and play Kansas. Uh, how are you guys? We don't have to give scores. I just want to know win-loss. Johnson, what do you think? Is that a win or a loss against Kansas? Yeah, I think it's a weird – we, we've talked kind of over our summer episodes kind of looking ahead to this, that this is a weird place for this game to be. That might be the only thing that makes you stop and pause a little bit. It's just an odd place to be playing Kansas, playing a conference foe. But, no, I think they come home. Um, I think, if anything, if we're right, they're probably at home and mad. Um, and they and they kind of take out some frustration on the Jayhawks. I think they take care of business, Scoot. I think they win. Well, uh, I am going to give you guys something to think about, okay? <laughs> this is going to be bad. Jalen Daniels yeah. is the quarterback yeah. at Kansas. He, if you recall, was a freshman last year. He was going to be a redshirt freshman. Lance Leopold pulled his redshirt, and he started the last three games of the season. He beat Texas, okay, yeah. in, in yeah. three games to the end. Then he lost – to TCU by three points. And then the last game of the season, he lost to WVU by seven points. So with him as the starting quarterback, they were much improved. Now, is that enough going into this to say that they're going to win the game? I mean, outside of him, there's a lot of Kansas still on that team. Yes. I'm not going to say yes. I'm going to say this is a win for WVU. Okay. But I think it's going to be close. You won't be surprised if it's a if it's a it, close game. It could be a three point game. I mean, I think it's going to be a close game. It, okay, all right. So uh, WV. So we all pick a win there. So now we're one. We're all one and one. We're like we're even right now, guys. WVU then hosts Towson the next week. Uh, what are the Towsons? Game, what are the Towsons? Uh, what are the Towsons? They're like a a yellow blue bird, like a Towson uh, hawk. Uh, I think there's some kind of feline, right? They are no, they are some sort of yeah. I, I, okay, I mean, uh, Towson is the tiger. They are your Towson Tigers, Scoot. Oh, so we do get a tiger. We we have no tigers in the Big Twelve, so we have a tiger. We at least get to play. And this tigers year. always want tigers feel like like uh, you you just weren't even trying, and you're well, like, no, we're, we're the tiger. Like, like you know what I mean? Like there's so like many people that are the tigers. Back in the 1930s, like, people were like, man, what's a good exotic animal to? Say people are alike. Let's lion. <laughs> Let's do the tiger. tigers. How come you never have the cheetahs? Why not? You, why not the the leopards? You don't have too well, many and, leopards. And out like there. much like I feel about you know other teams that use tiger, they're in Towson, Maryland. Like how many tigers are walking right. around, have prowling? I mean, come on. I mean wh- I don't know. What do I know? But I don't think last time I went through there, I didn't see any prowling around. All right. So FCS school 
comes to Morgantown, we play Towson, you know, I mean, I think they've had the same coach. Rob Ambrose has been their coach for like the last decade or two. That's a big swing. 10 or 20 years. He's been there for the last 10 <laughs> or 20 years. years. He's been there. <laughs> Whatever. Not really sure. <laughs> Not really sure. Uh, but they, they perform well. I mean, they, they perform well in in uh, i mean let's let it's all that's a lot that's a win for wvu let's let's just get that yeah, come on right, this is win. in let's neil just, brown's wheelhouse that's right a win this is yes right. this is where he, he racks up right. his uh other 14 wins typically so then so then i go so we're all called another win so we're all the same now well we're all two and one yes uh then comes the big game the battle for the black diamond trophy yes wvu currently holds it we travel to lane stadium yep to play Grant Wells, West Virginia native, former Marshall quarterback, uh, who has now been named the starting quarterback for Virginia Tech. Uh, Thursday night game, another. Like, these uh, these rivalry games for WVU this year on Thursday night, ESPN's been eating it up. Does WVU beat Virginia Tech? I, boys, boys, I have this game as a win. All I right. think WVU holds it and does it. All right. What do you think, Johnson? I think... First of all, Guido, and this is going to sound, I'm not trying to be over dramatic, but I think this is your season right here. I think, I think this is your season. And I'll tell you what, excuse me, you want me to tell you why? Yeah, tell me why. I, I'm going to tell you why. Um, because you have to, again, we're not the best on the road, to put it mildly. We're going to go into Lane Stadium, like Guido said. Now, look, Virginia Tech is picked to finish fifth in the coastal. That's like saying you're the fourth best bread in the aisle at Harris Teeter, right? In the that's bread gotta be like aisle. A, like I mean, you know, what is that's that? gotta be like one of those whole grain things, right? right? Like that's a no name. In it. Yeah. Like, like that's not, a no name. I mean I would say even potato bread's ahead of that. Right. So they're not they're bad, right? They're not good. They're they're only fifth in the coastal because thank goodness Duke and Georgia Tech exist, right? I mean that's the only reason they're fifth. So they're not going to be good. Not to not to bang on Grant Wells because to be honest with you, I, I like I liked Grant Wells when he was at Marshall because I like a good West Virginia story. Like he was doing really well at the time. He's fallen from grace a bit since then. But you know, I I think them naming him the starter raises some eyebrows, Guido. Because I think if you I think if you asked Virginia Tech fans, they would be like, man, we'd love to have some better pedigree at our quarterback position, you know, like just, I think if they were honest, they would probably say that. But I think, I think it's the season because if you lose this Guido, you have to go. You, first of all, you have to sit through the remainder of the college football weekend. If you lose on a Thursday and that feel doesn't that feel terrible when that happens? That feels horrible when that happens. And you have to and you have to wait all the way until the following weekend to address that anger. Like I I hate when that ha- you lose on a Thursday and then you have to wait this eternity until the next football weekend. It's painful. I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk about this going into it too, but this is the last game on the schedule right now for these two teams to play at least for the next 10 years yeah right right so, so if you lose it it feels terrible for that reason it feels terrible yeah. because you then have to wait through the long haul until you get to the next game i think wvu is going to be good enough though to get a win here and try to keep things 
from unraveling before it gets started in conference and at least get into Texas with a win that they feel good about. I, I'm going to go. I, I'm not saying I feel super confident, Guido, because you're giving me that grin, but I'm going to be optimistic and say they go in, they hold the black, they hold the line on the black diamond trophy and they get a win. Scoot, what, what do you think? I want to hear this pick. This is the big pick for Scoot. Well, right here. big, like, pick. listen, we got to look at history, right? You know I'm going there. I got to look at history. I know where you're going. It would be. It We've would never be a won three in a win. row. We've never won three in a row with Neil Brown as the coach. This would be win three in a row with Neil Brown, based on our predictions here. I think, um, and I think looking at how Virginia Tech fared last year, listen. They were like uh, putting lipstick on a pig, right? Yeah. And the, I mean, they were ranked in the beginning of the season because they got some sort of squeaky, weird win against North Carolina, right? Week yep. one. Yep. Then they right. played Middle Tennessee and they crushed them. Then they played, um, uh, they played us and, and we beat them. But they were ranked, I think, fifteenth or nineteenth at the time, which was a which was a bad ranking. That's right. where that's it was well, a bad and that ranking. was a bad loss to us because really, by all accounts, they should have won that. We pretty much handed yes. it back to them, if you recall, and and somehow they managed to lose. Now, it. if you look at their the rest of their wins on the season, they were against mediocre teams. They don't really have another signature win from last season, and they also lost in the Pinstripe Bowl, like significantly. Um, to a Maryland team that just spanked them bad. Um, I, I'm going to say we win. I'm going to say it's oh, – wow. I'm very surprised. I'm going to say we win, but it's a, it's a toss-up to me because uh, Lane Stadium on a Thursday night – that crowd is going to go bananas. Yeah, it, that they place all, I will agree. be I agree insane. Yeah, I and it's agree. not going to be pretty for West Virginia. Like it's not. No. It's not going to be a very favorable West Virginia crowd. They always uh, do really well at their stadium, and especially yeah. in a prime time midweek. Yeah, it's going to be going to be like insane. Yeah, right. No, I agree. I agree. Now we dive into the Big Twelve season, guys, where it gets it, it, it's this is and Johnson, you kind of already said this. It gets a little hairy in October. I feel like WVU gets these like and maybe it's the Big Twelve in general, but we just get these rough October. Yeah, so it's now, un- yeah, it's unfortunate schedule. I mean the look, hunt for even rough if, October. It, <laughs> the hunt for rough <laughs> Even it, even if Neil Brown has everything clicking, this schedule sets up super well, difficult. Here's Quita. what's here's what's bad. Your one semi guaranteed win. You already had it. So you, that light at the end of the tunnel like we had last year, well, at least we got Kansas game, you know, last game of the season. Well, that one's already over with. So now you got to start trying to figure out where can you get other wins. So now you dive into it. You travel to Austin. You play Texas. Texas going into the season not ranked. They're just outside. They're 27, I think, if you look at the AP. They're ranked 27th. Uh, but there were all those people who did pick. I mean, I have Texas lo- losing like four three or four games this year when I was looking at my numbers on it. But, this won't be one. Uh, you, have te- you have Texas. You have Texas playing WVU. I mean, I, I hate to say it. For me, like, I I, lo- I loved the game we went to last year. I loved, Tex- I loved beating Texas. This is a loss for WVU. Johnson, what do you think this is? Yeah, I think I'd, I don't like this because I think – Win or loss. So continuing with my with my comments on the Virginia Tech game, I think win or loss, you come out of Virginia Tech kind of exhausted, right? I mean, like spent. I, I think that's 
even if you secure that win, that that's going to be a tough game. Um, you've been in a fist fight in Blacksburg. Then you got to go to Texas, which scoot. I know we need to let history, uh, teach us a bit. So, you know, we went to that Texas game at home last year. Texas was a me- I mean, a hot mess, just a disaster. They went through that game as if they were finishing a dentist appointment. And then they just let, you know, we won. They just left. Like, let's just get out of here. We, you know, they, no energy on that sideline, Steve Sarkeesian, like just no energy anywhere. So it's hard for me to read all the preseason stuff on Texas and then be like, Oh man, they must be really good. But I've read so much of it that I feel like there has to be something there. They feel like Sarkeesian has at least put a really competent team together. And I think I had the opportunity to go to Austin and go to a Texas game at at Daryl K Royal stadium in like 2012. And that place is the, you know, we're talking hundred K people in the stands, super loud. I I think that home field advantage and just the talent that's going to be there. I have a hard time picking a win here. I, I'm also going to go with a loss, you know. I I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be tough to go down there and get a loss, but I think that's what's going to happen. Scooty, it's a loss. Uh they're going to they're going to beat us. I think last year if I recall when we were at that game, there were some questions as to who the quarterback was going to be. I think they kind of bounced around a Thompson character a little bit. Yeah, he right. may have even gotten hurt in that game. I think came out or something. Uh I think you're right, yeah. I think somebody else kind of came in, so I think that um they've got some of that resolved. And I think uh, that's going to be a loss for us. Yeah, I mean, I think Steve Starkeesian is, like, pseudo on the hot seat, but I think he turns it around. The SEC thing, like, all of it is it's just it's, it's, it's too much for WVU to the overcome. The only thing that's going to be annoying with that, I agree with you, Guido, and the only thing that's going to be super annoying with that is we likely, like, do you think we ever play Texas again? Like, is there any no. motivation for them to put us on the schedule and any reason we... I mean, outs- outside of us meeting them in uh, yeah, a bowl? Yeah, like in a bowl. No, like probably it, not. It, that's the annoying thing is if it, it'd be nice to kick them in the butt on the way out, but I, I don't I don't know that I see it happen. <laughs> or or if you drink the WVU Twitter Kool-Aid and you think that WVU is going to be in the SEC in the next seven years. Oh, uh, and a, then a regular uh, member of the then schedule. A regular, yeah, okay. right. Uh, so next we go... Uh, well, next we come home, October 13th. We play Baylor. Uh, Baylor is my pick, by the way, just to, you know, put a little cherry on top of everything. Baylor is my pick to be a really turned around team this year. I think they're going to be, they're probably only going to lose two games in the conference. Maybe end up seven and two, nine, nine wins overall. I think Baylor has an outside shot of being the big 12 champs. So I pick this as a loss for WVU. We, I mean, I went to that Baylor game, uh, was 2014, 2015, when it was an awesome and when they were ranked and we blew and we won. That was a great game to go to. I don't think that's going to be the case this season, guys. I think WVU loses to Baylor in October. Johnson, what do you I think? I just think Dave Aranda's got that program like running on all cylinders right now. Nothing leads me to believe they're going to have a whole bunch of fall off this season. I think we were looking at the preseason poll, they're ranked 10th. Um, you know, I think by all accounts, people think that they're going to, you know, challenge the Sooners for winning the conference. I mean, I don't know. There's just so many things there that feels like they're going to be a super solid team this year. And the only thing that's going to help WVU on this is it is, I think Guido, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's a Thursday night, um, stripe the stadium home game. So I think the atmosphere for WVU could be really cool. It's it would be one of those really fun games to attend. 
I think that probably thwarts this from getting out of hand, but I think in the end, Baylor's just, they got too many weapons and I think they're too talented for us to overcome. I'm going to call it a loss. And and by that point, are we going to be exhausted by these Thursday night games? Like, is it, is it like staying up and having to watch a game on Thursday night? It is going to be a little weird, but I mean, I don't, I think our Big East training, I think our former Big East training, (laughs) you remember those, we're going to have to lean on that and, and, and make good on it. Scoot, what do you got for this Baylor game? That's going to be another loss for us. I don't know that it'll be a close game. Um, I think Baylor's a good team. Um, that's enough, like, again, if I go back to my, my previous tirade, right? Baylor was in the the depths of one of the, I don't know, one of the worst programs in America. Yeah. And Art Briles kind of brought them back, and then they had another, like, they took another hit. And now Dave Aranda's got them back. Like so, why we have to sit back and trust the climb? I don't know, but it's another loss for us. That puts us at three and three. Yeah. So now we're at. Now we've hit five hundred. We're also all on. Do, Scoot, do you do you realize we're all we're all saying we're three and three at this point? Yes. We've all picked the exact same thing. That's usually not our thing, but here we are. No. Now here we are. This is where I think it falls apart, though. Here, boys. okay. So we move on the we move on the Texas Tech. We travel to Lubbock to play the Red Raiders. Um, Joey McGuire, former assistant head coach at Baylor for a couple of years, uh, moves on to be the head coach now at Texas Tech. First year as his head coach. I'm calling this game a win just for that reason. New head coach. New system. New setup. I know that if you looked online, like they everybody has. Texas Tech and West Virginia sort of fighting for that like six seven battle in uh, in the Big Twelve. I have West Virginia winning this game against Texas Tech away, and I think it'll be a big win. I think it's a no. I think it's a noteworthy win for West Virginia this season, considering what we have. What do you What do you have on this one, Johnson? See, I this one is a struggle for me because for whatever reason, every season we decide to have a lobotomy the week like leading up to playing Texas tech. And we find Guido new and innovative ways to lose to them. For some reason, I have no idea why I think last year cut this out. If I'm wrong, I think last year they were essentially, you know, a dead man walking. I mean, they had a coach that was on his way out that everyone you know had on the hot seat they they weren't performing and they managed to still beat us inexplicably it was one of the more frustrating losses we had so i again scoots scoots got me leaning on this history right i i don't know that i'm confident i hate that you're going to lubbock we never travel well there it's like playing on the surface of mars apparently for the people that go there and watch the game Guido, I'm going to say we lose this oh, game. All right. Johnson's with a loss. Scoot, where are uh, you? I'm the same. I think it's a loss. We History, again, I'll go back to history. We suck at Texas Tech. Every, the last time we were there, Boner Stabone beat us. So I'm, I'm not comfortable saying that we're going to win. So I'm going to say that's a loss. It, it could be a back-and-forth kind of game. But I think ultimately we lose. I mean, it's do you ever feel like there's a point where you're like, okay, WVU can can do it. They can pull it off. They can win. Uh, I mean, I know I know Henry Columbia as you right. st- st- boners to bone. I, <laughs> he's at. By the way, he's yes, at Marshall he's now. Is that, Marshall. Is, is that yes. what you said? I don't think I knew that. Um, uh, here's the thing. 
until proven otherwise. Listen, we've already going to be we're already going to set uh, a new standard this year by winning three games in a row. So listen, let's not so get you're too saying, crazy. Like, slow down. Yeah, let's not like, take, get too crazy breaking all these kinds of records here. Let's. Well, Guido, I I would give you though the I. I I might be being a little too pessimistic on this one because I think this is where I th- I think this is where if the JT Daniels like if these changes Graham Harrell you know if they're going to show if they're going to bear fruit I think it would be in a game like this where you know what you've done in the past hasn't you know to Scoot's point like what you've done in the past hasn't worked I think it's a game just like this where it's pretty even and you need something to tip it over in your favor, then I would hope that that's where you see the effect of that player, that coach, you know, some of these changes. So I hope I'm wrong, but that's just my feeling right now. All right. Next up, we play TCU. They leave Fort Worth. They come to Morgantown for October 29th. That game, uh, you know, this will, for me, this TCU team is so interesting this year because it's the first time in uh, whatever, like, two decades, more than two decades, that Gary Patterson hasn't been the head coach. Sonny Dykes uh, continue, you know, takes over um, as the head coach for the Horn Frogs. And, you know, does, it, you know, again, first year head coach, does TCU play well? Do they, they come out? Do they win? I mean, he's, he's coming from SMU. He was the head coach there for a couple of years. I th- I think WVU has a chance in this game, Scoot. I'm picking WVU for a win in this game as well. Back-to-back wins, TCU, uh, WVU wins. Johnson, what is your opinion on this? Um, I think it, it's homecoming. It's a much-needed home game. I think maybe for some of the reasons Scoot just alluded to, this is kind of the, you know, you're long in the season now. Um, you get, you know, you get this, this homecoming game crowd's going to be crowd's going to be into it. I, and I think with all the newness on staff for TCU, I, I think WVU takes care of business at home in this game and gets a win. Scooty. Well, I think, um, second half of the season, this might be the one bright spot that I'm seeing. So I think it is a win for WVU. It, if this game were on the road, I would say it'd be closer, but it, with it being home, um, and I think that TCU is not the TCU that we came into the Big 12 with, so I think that that's uh, they're going through some major um, changes. I think there, so that's why I'm going to say that that's a win for us. All right, so next we uh, we play we travel to Ames. Everybody loves that's our regional rivalry right there, traveling to Ames, Iowa, uh, and we play the Cyclones of Iowa State. Uh, this game, November 5th. I, I got to tell you, I think Iowa State is an upcoming team. I mean. I also think that Iowa State may be the team that has the current uh, football coach that's going to be at Nebraska next year because I think Matt Campbell's going to get poached away maybe to Nebraska after their loss this past weekend. Uh, but Matt Campbell's got that team humming. I think that's a good that's a good Iowa State team. I think WVU loses this game to start off November. Uh, Johnson, I was interested to see if you were going to ring up another three-game streak. But you 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 didn't sound the bell. You went lost there. I I think Iowa State Ames Iowa Scoot is a very close Lubbock. Like it's a very it's a very like runner up to how bad I think we play every time we go to Lubbock. I hope we break that this season. But to me, first week of November in in Ames, it's it's going to be lovely. 
right? It should be a balmy like seven degrees or something. Like yeah, I was gonna it, say, it's always it's, yeah, it's always there. ridiculous weather, like wind blowing and stuff. And I think the last two trips we've made there, we've gotten we've just gotten roughed up a little bit, including like what two times ago was that Will Greer team that just got destroyed. Like I don't or no 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 no. I'm sorry. That was that was still um, Holgerson year. So that was like four years four, ago. Four four years ago. Okay. Well, any anyway, it, it haunts me. Apparently, it still haunts me. So, it, you know, we've had some just rough trips to Ames. I, I think Weedo's right. I think Matt Campbell still has them playing at a, at a pretty high level. I I think they'll be low key in the mix of those teams fighting for an outside chance at, at the Big Twelve. I, I I'm gonna have to go loss on this one. Scoop. Uh, it's a loss. It's not going to be close. I think this one's going to be uh, a tough one for us to even compete in. Uh, we don't know the game time. If it's a night game, that'll make it even, I think, more. I think we struggle there. And I think if it's a night game, that's going to be worse for us. Um, that is a loss. I think Matt Campbell is a, a pretty good coach. He seems to be the hot name. If anyone's going anywhere from the Big 12 coaching-wise, it's him. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people are surprised that he's still there, to be honest with you. Um, apparently Neil Brown was a hot name with Auburn and we extended him next WVU comes back home November 12th and uh, it's probably the last time we'll see the Sooners at least in Morgantown for a while uh, so we play Oklahoma at home Oklahoma is the uh, the team that I think is going to play Baylor for the Big 12 championship if you're if you're uh, wondering on my whole Big 12 scheme uh, I think Oklahoma is a good team Oklahoma's you know, always a good team. I, I this is an easy pick for a loss for WVU, so I'm going loss on this one, Johnson. Yeah, I this is another frustrating. Like you probably don't get these guys ever again. I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe you get like a Fiesta Bowl situation again or something where you meet them in a bowl. I don't. I don't know that either. I don't know that they would be motivated to get us back on the schedule after this. Who knows? Um, so it would be great to beat them at home. Uh, I think it's true blue week. Uh, for WVU, you know, it's it's going to be hopefully a night game, you know, get people fired up, make it make it a rowdy atmosphere. But I think I just think they're ranked ninth to start the season. And I think they're going to blow us out of the water. Unfortunately, that's I hope I'm wrong, but that, that's where I'm at. Scoot. I, I think this is a loss. Listen, unless Bill Stewart is somehow back in the locker room before this game, we are not beating Oklahoma. The ghost of Bill Stewart gives a pep talk before this game. Like, unless we're leaving, no doubt. Yeah, I was was that the last time we beat Oklahoma? Well, we've never. I mean, we've never beaten them in conference. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so until something changes drastically, like maybe you know, bus takes a turn and goes the wrong direction. They you know they end up in the wrong. I don't know. Uh, food poisoning. Could that happen? So, so scoot, yeah, that would be nice, right? Get a bad Taco Bell order yeah. on the way into Morgantown or something. So, skewed that marks the sixth loss then for you and I mm-hmm. on the schedule. Guido, Kansas State, and Oklahoma. So again, this schedule is unkind. Like, so if if you're if if you're laboring at this point, you're you're uh you're rewarded with Kansas State, who always. Uh, Bill, it's not at Bill Snyder Family Restroom, Scoot. But I mean, they always play solid. They're oh, always they've got, solid. Uh, they've got um, uh, dis, uh, 
Uh, hang on, let me think of it. Well, like Optimus Prime yes, or whatever you're talking about? Gonna, what did they gonna, call that guy, that yeah, quarterback? Uh, Decepticon. He was a Decepticon? <laughs> Is that what he was? I don't know. I don't know. Is that what the bad guys Optimus were? Optimus Klein. It was Optimus Klein. No, they were obviously not Decepticons. Those were the bad guys. Come on, man. Opt- Optimus Prime was a good guy. Oh, well, mark, 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 he went into the, you know, the, uh, the truck, the semi-truck, yeah. you know. I, yeah, I like, think, like, yeah, you. Know, this is important, Skew. Like, no, I was I mean, a GI, I was I a GI Joe Transformers He Man. Well, like, you better get this. Thing, you don't Cobra know Khan. this. What is it, Cobra Khan? That wasn't that the bad guy from GI Joe? No, I mean it was it was Cobra. It wasn't Khan. There was no Khan. There was no Khan. No, you're thinking Cobra. I'm mixing yeah, a lot of bad Khan. things. It together. was not with Mr. Miyagi. And anyway, look what you've done. You, Skew, well, you just sent us off the octagon of doom for their basketball, which is ridiculous. They do. Yes. Nobody believes that. So, anyways, this game that was that was yeah, that was I don't, I don't know where that went. This game, K State at home, at home. I will say we're not traveling to the Little Apple. Uh, I'm there. This is this is another one that I have circled that I just I don't know why I don't want to pick it as a win, but I don't want to pick it as a win. So I've got it as a loss. I think by this, I feel like by this time of the season. WVU is haggard, things are rough, and we're losing games because we're losing games. I thought games, you were you the know? optimist here. I feel well at the end of the day, I think I'm gonna be when we look at our final schedule picks. Here's something to think about. Let me let me throw this in there. Um, let's say JT Daniels is our starter, because we don't know yet who it is, right? We're not sure. That's gonna be JT Daniels, the the five star high school recruit. Are you referring to the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm watch list? Yeah, the guy that JT was Daniels. a yes. starting quarterback starter, at yes. uh, two major FBS programs. Okay. Uh, but we're not that, sure. That right. one? Yeah, we're not sure yet. Georgia. Yeah, okay. Um right. again, going with history, does he typically last a full season without getting hurt? No, he doesn't. And this is toward he the hasn't. tail end of the season, correct? That's an interesting wrinkle right. that you're tossing in there. I mean, I hope he doesn't get hurt, but it's very possible he may not be the starting quarterback at this point of the season. I am going to say that's oh. a loss. You're putting you're putting so much uh, sunshine and happiness into this rundown, Scoot. Like uh, I, I hadn't thought it. Like it's not bad enough. You have to add a potentially listen, more I'm bad. I'm just the thing. realist guy here. I'm 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 just trying to throw out some history. I'm a history major. Just giving you so some you're, history. So you're both picking this as a loss. That's a loss. Yeah. I, I'm loss. saying it's a win. Whoa. Oh, nice. I, I'm saying it's a win because the Wildcats don't always come into Morgantown and play now, well. Now, listen, don't let your dislike for the color purple sway whether or not they're going to beat us or not. Yeah, well, that's fair. Uh, I, I don't like. I don't think you can be uh, a solid football team in purple. Um, I mean, that's true. But I right. think this is going to be a place where the football team finds some energy. They're at home. They they take they take care of like look, Kansas State has uh what's the uh what's the running back? Who's the running back? Uh Deuce Vaughn, I think, is super talented and I I expect him to be a just a flat out problem for the defense, right? But I think I don't know that they have anything else all that exciting. And I think we're going to be able, I think it may, it may be close, but I think we're going to get a win here. I'm calling this. All right. All right. All right. So now we finish up the season. We travel to Oklahoma state right now. Oklahoma state is ranked 12th in the nation going into the season from the AP poll. 
Um, this is a loss. So now, <laughs> I go, so, I think so go, now, I think and see, this is my problem. <laughs> the Oklahoma State is like they're. I think Oklahoma State's going to be better than Texas this year in the Big Twelve. I think Oklahoma State's going to beat Texas as well as us. So, like, that's my problem. Is I think that like there are some sleeper teams in this in this Big Twelve that aren't bad, and we're not one of them. And so now I've got WVU finishing the season. Not yeah, so eligible. that's what I was five and okay, seven. So that's what I was gonna say, Guido. With that pick, then you doom them to not a sixth win. You're you're dooming them to yes. Okay, all right. I, Scooty, I'll let Scooty go first because Johnson's on the edge here. Because Johnson's the same way. You're gonna be listen, five. Johnson's gonna pick this as a win. Here, listen. I know how Johnson thinks, right? So Johnson's thinking, hey, I like WVU. I like to watch them play <laughs> past the regular season. <laughs> I'm going to predict a win just so that I still have hope that we might play past a regular season somehow, some way. Yes. And then I'm going to say to Johnson. This is all very true. This is all very true. How have we done against Oklahoma State every time we've ever played them? Gundy has killed us. He's a man. He's yeah. like fifty now. He's the man. He's he's over. He's <laughs> Listen, 50 if he now. was a man back he in forty, 40 I'm he's still a man. Fifty. I'm a man. And he's not only a man. I would crown him the the um, the grand poobah of Big Twelve football coaches right now. He is the guy. He is the face of Big Twelve college football coaches moving forward because. He's probably the most tenured. I don't know that. Is that true? Probably. Uh, yeah, probably you know what? Is. He, he probably know. is. Now Gary Patterson's yeah. gone. Now, he's, now that be. Patterson yeah. is not at TCU, he probably is for okay, sure. Okay, so I'm yeah. going to say he's the most tenured because he is. I'm going to say that he's outspoken. Shoot, he even questioned why Texas and Oklahoma were allowed to go to the Big 12 media days. Now, I liked that. I love it. I, I, I love him. Yeah, I, love I liked him. that. And I th- like they're, they're a good program. They're going to beat us. We're going to be four and eight by my prediction. Uh, Shane Lyons, Ooh, let's see man. what he says now if we have to win and uh, have to get to a bowl game or whatever he's saying has to happen. Yeah. Like your buyout is a little bit less. What are we doing? So, Scoot, you're saying when do we play Texas, Guido? October 1st. So you're saying <laughs> you're saying after September after we pull out of Blacksburg we're winning one more time. Yeah. Well, just like That's uh what saying. Uh just, just like um So so wait, wait, Johnson, you've got no, to pick I this know. game. I'm kind you've of stalling, pick, but you're stalling on this. I mean, right now if you you know, you pick it as a loss, you're with me. We're 5 and 7 buddies. If you pick it as a win, you're six and six, and we're going well, bowling. I, I mean, it 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 all it all hinges on I you right think now. No, no pressure here. No podcast pressure. So I, I think, unfortunately, we like when you look at those tweets people put out about the new, the quote unquote new Big Twelve and and records against the new Big Twelve all time. Everyone. We are 500 or better, I think, if I remember correctly. And and actually, I think everyone except Kansas State, for some reason, were way better than 500 against all of those teams, except this dismal, I think it's like four and nine against Oklahoma State, most of that being since 2012, obviously. We 
play horror. We have never, and I don't really know why Oklahoma state is in my mind, never like, Oh my God, these guys, man, you can't beat these guys. But like, I think Scoot and I showed up two home seasons in a row and it happened to be Oklahoma state weekend and we got creamed both times. And then you we go there we, and they do that stupid thing with the paddles yeah, up they, against the yeah, side of the stadium. The, yeah. They boom, spank boom, the gym mats. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I don't know. I like you feel I, like you're in dazed and confused, like they're chasing after Mitch. I think that I think we lose this. I think we lose this game because we can't. We have not been able to figure out Mike Gundy. I don't. I don't have a whole lot of confidence we'll be able to figure them out at their place late in the season. Um, so yeah, it feels bad, but I I'm going with a loss too. It feels bad. Well, I'm I'm like Daft Punk. I'm one more time after Texas. One more time. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> so all three of us have officially picked WVU to not be below. Well, Guido, you and I are five and seven. Is that where we ended at? Yeah, that's correct. A you bit and I are both worse five and at seven. four and eight in this horrible swoon, October and November. Like I'll be honest, if if there's for me, if there's anything where we win, it's that Kansas State game at home. Like that's for me the one, maybe last grasp. But that puts us for me at five and seven. Well, and that's the other one I have. Yeah. So then, and here, and here's the thing, and this is, and like, I'm gonna call out our friends over at the Smoking Musket. They released, you know, all of them, Mike Miller, all of those guys that do the podcast. They do a podcast over there. They write. Wait, what did Jake? What did Jake say? That's what I I want to know. Jake Jake Lance. Yeah. He had him as six and six. He was the only, he had the worst of all of oh, them. Oh, really? Jake had the worst. Yeah. Six and six is the well, worst. Jake's record. like the like, only name in WVU Twitter. I really like if it's not John Antonick or Jake Lance, I, I mean, they're like the EF Huttons to me of, of Twitter. Like, you know, if, if they say it, then I put some, I put some, uh, respect on it so but you had you and i don't know i don't know all these guys i know mike miller's the the editor-in-chief over there at smoky musket he had them at eight and four. Oh wow you know uh, a couple other like, guys had listen, them at seven and five eight and thing. four like I, I just don't and I, i'm with you scooty and here's the problem i want to be the guy on our podcast like i want to be the guy who's like i'm the west virginia guy win 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 yeah 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 rah 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 <laughs> it's hard right now well, listen it's really listen, hard WVU right now fans let me let me come real with you here I would love, like like Guido just said, I would love to sing the praises. I would love to be nationally uh, known as a powerhouse again. That's what we all want. That's what we feel we, I'll tell you, that's what we deserve. We don't deserve what we've been getting. I'll tell you that much. But I'm not going to come out here and lead everybody like down this like rainbow road of, you know, I do like a good Mario Kart reference, and and you know, fun times. Like it's not Candyland. It's it's hey, what is making you feel that much better? Well, and I think realistically, Guido, like the the way that this schedule shapes up. In in fairness to Neil Brown, because I mean, I'm not trying to hate on Neil Brown, but I think even if he and Graham Harrell had the offense clicking on all cylinders and everything and the defense really shows up, I think if I just told you that you have to go to Pitt, to Virginia Tech, to Texas, to Iowa State, and to Oklahoma State, 
Like that is a gauntlet of away game. Like we're not great on the road to begin with, but that is a gauntlet of away game. Here's another scenario I want to send out to you, which is this is this is the West Virginian in me. This is what will happen, Johnson. Like this is how I feel it'll happen. Because this is a, this is a total West Virginia thing. There is a scenario where WVU starts the season four and up. Yeah, right. There's a yeah, scenario. Right. Yeah. There's a scenario where WVU win, wins four yeah, games in right. a row, goes four and zero, oh, and then gets plastered yeah, right. through the well, Big then they Twelve do schedule the scoots, and, may, and yeah, still then they finishes do five scoots, and seven. You know, October November swing. Listen, right. We. <laughs> this is what's crazy to me. Like I don't. I get it. You want to be optimistic. You don't want to be pessimistic. Nobody likes that. It's a bad energy. Nobody likes bad energy. Uh, back in January, February, March, April, when we were doing podcasts week in, week out, and all we kept doing was looking at all the names of people leaving. Yes. All we did was look at names of people we were losing. Right. And we were not looking at a big number of people coming in. We've brought in, in my mind... <coughs> Excuse me. We've brought in, in my mind, two people that somehow now have changed everybody's opinion that we went from like, man, we're not very good. We lost in a bowl game. We looked miserable there. We we went from that to one guy who was an offensive coordinator for a team where his head coach got fired. So, like, I mean, listen, I think Grant yeah, Harrell's going to be better than Neil Brown. Yeah, me, He's going to be too, better. But, yeah, but, but that feels bad. It wasn't like yeah. he was setting the world on fire. Right. Yep. And he was at North Texas before that. So, again, it's not like we've brought in, um, I don't know, uh, some offensive juggernaut of a guy. I think he's, uh, listen, he's better than what we had. But let's not get crazy. And we've got a quarterback who... We hasn't been named a starter yet, which I know is all semantics and in, is stupid that that's even happened like this. But he hasn't been named a starter yet, and he has yet to really put together full seasons because he gets hurt. So because of those two guys, we're all of a sudden going to go from a six and six or six and seven team, which is what we were last year, right? Am I right? Six and seven. Yeah. But, right. but here's but my here my argument, Scooty, is is I hear what you're saying. But my argument is, this is college football. This is where that happened. But we didn't do anything right? else. We didn't bring. We don't have all these like big time players coming in. We're hearing about, um, you know, we're we're taking a guy that played tight end, and now we're going to make him the fourth string running back, and we're supposed to get excited about C.J. Donald McDonald. What's C.J. McDonald? Yeah, I think his nickname is Big Mac. Yeah, we have to get excited about Big Mac. Coming in and playing as the the fourth running back. Like, we're getting kind of this, I I know we don't like the smoke and mirrors thing, but we're getting a little bit of that again, not not to the extent of, hey, uh, Jared Deggie's the most improved player on the field, he's a true leader, all that jazz that we got last year. But, like, listen, show me something different and then I'll get excited. I have yet to see the difference. It's going to be a tough season. I mean, I'm hoping there, there's the part of me that's like, okay, we are going to smoke pit, and then next week I'm going to be drinking the Kool-Aid again and excited about it, and I really kind of hope that happens because right now I'm not. Like, I think it's going to be 
I'm gonna come. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cook all of this food. I'm gonna be sitting outside. I'm gonna have my projector up on the on the wall, ready for this pit game on Thursday night. And then I'm gonna be depressed for the next <laughs> week and a half until we play Kansas. Well, let me ask you one one final question, maybe then. Now that we've landed where we landed, if your scenario that you proposed, Guido, came true, and you won those first four games and you went four and zero, meaning. You won the backyard brawl. You secured the line on the Black Diamond Trophy, and then you ended four and eight. Would you be happy with that? Oof. No, I would, would not. Would you be take happy any solace in I think that, that at all? Because here's the problem: it's it's gonna you know what it's gonna feel like. I almost feel like that's gonna be worse because it's gonna feel like last basketball season where we went into conference play in January, and what did we we had like. 13 yeah, we were like 13 in January or something like that yeah what happens and then and then we just got what happens if we beat if we win those three non-conference games but lose to Kansas do you feel good about it oh no obviously not I, no. Yeah. no I think so I think I'm okay I think I'm if you're saying if we go into the Texas game three and one with Kansas as the yes. one loss yeah is that what you're saying I'm oh, I think well, I'm okay with okay. that. Okay, I immediately went to what does that tell me about the team moving? So I guess at that point in time, like if you asked me on September 23rd and we were three and one and had this terrible loss to Kansas, yeah, I guess I'd yeah I'd be happy about those other two those other three. What wins, about two and two? Let's say you lose the first two. No, I'm probably not. No, I'm not, I'm I'm not happy, not with, happy that. with that at all because no. Virginia Tech's not 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 very good and you lost to Kansas. And I don't think that change. And I don't think that changes the yeah. outcome of the rest of the season. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it's a weird, no, it's a weird it, thing. It's and like we, I yeah. feel like, I feel like for the first time in a long time as a WVU fan, like I had, like listen, last year six wins, like that going to a bowl game, I was happy with that, right? Because that's what we expected. Like I think the problem is, is this year the fan base, I think the administration. I think their expectations are higher. Yeah, and I and I don't. And I think I, it's going to be very hard for those expectations. Yeah, and to be I met. think I I think you're right. And I think the hype around these, even Scoot, to your point, you're right. It's just two additions, but I think those two additions were viewed as, oh man, now we're in good shape. And I think it's built up a lot. Of, if you pay any attention, which I know you do, to WVU Twitter, there's a lot of eight wins, nine wins, people out there. Um, Hurt hater, hurt haters out there. He's like nine, so, ten wins. You know, like, what, what are like we talking about, buddy? Are, I hope they're right, but man, is I can't there, get my head around it. Here's here's a pessimistic question because I'm full of them. Is there a scenario where Neil Brown doesn't escape the season, kind of like a Gary Patterson? I think Neil Brown's here. Listen, the, I, I hate to tell everybody this. I don't, you know, I know where you're going down, Scoot. We really need to take a break here, but like, I think that Neil Brown is here for two or three Ooh. more seasons Ooh. no matter what happens no wow. matter well, what and i happens. think guido with i, I'm I mean assuming i think that outside of us wow. outside of us getting i mean i think four and eight would be tough but i think if he wins five or six he's here yeah, I another think year the, scoot i think the contract's in his favor too i mean i think it's gonna be i think it's yeah i agree with guido all right well listen guys we'll see what happens this week wvu plays pit thursday night on espn seven o'clock kickoff backyard brawl back for the first time in 11 years we've all picked it as a loss and i hope all three of us are very wrong guido i will be rooting listen as soon as soon as i see those helmets and uniforms run out of the tunnel i'm gonna be amped and i'm gonna be like why did i pick a loss i'm all in let's hammer these panthers 
I, I hope we're all three wrong. I hope next show we're talking about how wrong we were. I hope we're all three wrong too. I mean, I, I'm anxious to see how uh, how this is taken online. I think our our uh, our Twitter friends are going to give us a hard time for some of these picks we have for this year's this season, guys. So we'll see what happens. Well, listen, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. We'll recap the pit game. We'll talk about the upcoming kansas game and whatever else has happened with wvu sports so thanks for listening everybody you've been listening to got your ears on